Hi everyone, so this week we have another guest on the show, Harry, who's going to be talking to us about all of his theme park experiences across the UK, Walt Disney World, and a few other mentions as well. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic. Stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. So, Harry, welcome, welcome to the show. Cheers, thanks for having me. Lovely to be here. Yeah, no worries. I mean, you. I remember reaching out. I think it was around May, mm. um, and it's taken us this long to get together, which is actually surprisingly a like good record for me. There are still people <laughs> that I'm trying to get on the show almost like at least a year later. Mm. It's a popular show, isn't it? So no, you've probably got. Oh, I'd I'd say it's more to do with my my poor management than it is us being a popular show. You see, you're probably going to need a uh, new fast passes soon, aren't you? That's hey, terrible. That's we terrible. can charge. <laughs> so it's good money spinner there. Mm. Yeah, solid solid idea. Then just not give it over to uh, Chapek to uh, run the show. Yeah, yeah, we'll get him on get him on the board. The only problem is it'll be like Disney is great. That's everything. <laughs> He'll probably like try and get rid of one of you, like Rene, to save money as well. Cost cutting, yeah, that's true. Well, I, I did notice that his son was either executive producer or producer on um, Black Widow. Oh God! So he's he's infiltrating the business. Job jobs for the boys, isn't it? Yeah, this is it. Do you know anything about TV and movies? No, you got the job. <laughs> In all fairness, I think he has been a producer for a while, but, you know, Chepek mm. asked for it, doesn't he? Mm. So I think what, we got, what we're going to do today is just, just a few questions about um, some of the parks that you, we know you've been to, obviously, yeah. um, chat through, through those, what your favourites are, what, um, which ones you think need improvement. But I think just to start things off, it'll be really useful to chat through your theme park history. So which, which theme parks around the world have you been to? And um, which one is your favourite? So I guess let's start with the the list that, that well the ones that you can remember, I suppose. Um, mainly it's been Disney World. Um, done Universal a few times, Paris a few times, but mainly I am in the Disney World camp and have been for most of my life, really. When was the first time that you went to Disney World? Oh God, um, nothing about five, maybe around around that. I was young, and like yeah, I just 
can remember little bits of it. I mean, it's mainly like the reason I got the love for it is because it's just a nostalgia, mm. like family and that. Yeah, yeah. Like, sort of trying to bring my young young lad into it. He started to watch some like POVs on YouTube, so that's that's happening. That's cool. I mean, it's, it sounds very similar to Dan and I actually because mm. we we've been going with both to Disney World as well since we were, we were kids and it really is that nostalgia that you feel when you when you're there I think that is one of the biggest drivers for keep going back despite mm-hmm. the increase in costs and having to remortgage homes and all, mm-hmm. all sorts to get back but so have you are you kind of at the early stages of, of planning a trip with your with your son no nah, not yet I think the missus she doesn't doesn't fancy it in all honesty but I know it's just quite a hard thing to hear but I'm, tr- I'm trying my best you know it's just trying to spin her around we've I've started easing in like Paris to maybe you know like it's a good gentle easing isn't it yeah no I think that's a great idea and I tell you what that will all change when one day your son turns around and says I want to go to Disney um, he, has, he has said it to be fair, <laughs> but purely because I go, oh, say this to mummy, and she just goes oh, and then, like walks off. Yeah, I think Paris is a good, um, a good first step, especially. I mean, it's just it's impossible to even think about when we can get back really in a minute. Yeah, um, it, it's been an absolute nightmare. But so obviously, you said you've been to Disney World, Universal, mm-hmm. a couple of times. Um, what? What's your favourite park? And I think... That's a hard one. Yeah. It's like... It's all... It's all depending on me because it does change all the time. Like, when my my last trip was, like, 2015, I was pretty certain that Hollywood Studios was my favourite park. And now, like, I'm thinking, maybe not. And then, like, I think Magic Kingdom probably tops it off just because of the nostalgia feel really. Has all the has all the, the big rides, doesn't it? All the classics. That's the thing. I think if you're going for this like if nostalgia is the big draw, then Magic mm. Kingdom is yeah. has got all of that. And I think it's gotta be, hasn't it? Yeah, mm. you go to like Hollywood Studios, Epcot, um, Animal Kingdom, I think there's less of that, that nostalgia, and I think a lot of those have gone through some pretty big changes as well. Yeah. And I think with Hollywood, it's less nostalgic because a lot of the big rides, obviously, as kids, you can't go on. Mm-hmm. So the only the only nostalgia I feel really for Hollywood is A, being terrified of Tower of Terror when I was a kid, mm-hmm. um, just not wanting to go near it. And B, I think my fondest memory of Hollywood Studios was the Indiana Jones stunt show. Yeah. I was, I've always been a huge Indiana Jones fan ever since mm. i was a kid and and seeing that show i mean dan has argued with me um time and time again <laughs> against um my views of keeping it and he you know mm. wanting to replace it um but a lot of that comes down to nostalgia so i think yeah magic kingdom is a great show obviously mm. most of the rides that haven't actually changed a great deal since we were all kids yeah so i mean it's like pirates haunted mansion um, it's a small world. I know Dan's a really big fan of it's mm. a small world. So huge yeah. fan, huge fan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, like even that one still holds good memories in that. 
You know, That's the like, thing. Like one day we'll get a story from Dan as to why he doesn't like it's a small world. Like, mm. what's the real story? You think there was some sort of incident? Oh, there's well, an incident. It's a small world. It's been, it's been <laughs> removed from your mind. You're going to have to speak to your parents, I think. <laughs> Only they remember. Yeah. No, I think, I mean, Harry's definitely got a point. Like, you, your favourite park can does change over time, doesn't it? So. I mean, for one, I mean, for one thing, you get new rides at the at the various parks. You know, like Hollywood, particularly, got quite a lot of big new ones, hasn't it? Of late, mm. but mm. but even you, I think, like growing up, I think you appreciate Epcot a lot more as you get older yeah, than you did when you were young. You know, um, when you were young, it was just like your parents dragging you around this place that's culture. Ugh. Um, oh, I'm not here for that. Where Where are the rides? Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get me um, on Maelstrom. Yeah, right. <laughs> I do yeah. miss that. I'm not gonna. I haven't done. I haven't done Frozen, but I did oh. like Maelstrom. Maelstrom was yeah. I, I was so sad when when that closed. Mm. I I was there a couple of. I think it was a, a few weeks before it closed, and did it multiple times on that trip. And mm. I like Frozen ever after. It's you know it's fine. It's a good IP to have in the park. Yeah. But I think for the reasons that we were just talking about in the for kids, that park is pretty dull once they get to World Showcase. Yeah. Um, so I, I do understand why they did it, but it is upsetting to see, Ma- see Maelstrom go. But I mean, mm. for me, Epcot's always been my favourite park, actually. Um, yeah. Purely because of all the tech that used to be in it. As a kid, you could go in and play the new games consoles and things mm. in the park. Um, I mean, now Future World is just a, an absolute shambles, but as a kid, <laughs> they were still tr- they were still trying to keep things at least up to date or maybe i've just maybe obviously we're, we're kind of growing with the tech now and we can see that actually this is five years ago whereas as a kid you still think playing the game where um you get to i don't know if anyone remembers this but in interventions you got to play a game of it with like four other kids and yeah, I you, could, that, yeah. you could you could be like mickey mini uh donald goofy mm. and it was like yeah playing it or tag for um, as, as they call it in, in America, I think. Um, mm. Dan's looking at me like I'm talking. I have no so. idea what you're talking about. <laughs> so, like, I vaguely remember that. Like, I have like little flashbacks of Epcot, like the music specifically, like walking in the. I'm not even going to try and see it, but it's, you, you probably know which one it is. It goes, uh, no. Dun, I know. Dun. Yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah. yeah. I have that on my uh, YouTube. It, yeah, the hey, universe this. loop is yep. the best uh, theme park yeah. loop in the world. Mm. In my it really is, yeah, absolutely incredible. Mm. Um, so Magic Kingdom. Um, what about theme park that is on the bottom of your list? And it, it doesn't have to be one in Disney World; it could be anywhere. Um, what one do you think falls at the, falls to the to the bottom of the list? Uh, the ones I've been to, just including yep. UK. Yep. Um, Fort Park. Interesting. Um, <laughs> no, like it's it's good, right? But if you've done it once, you've done it. You know mm, what I mean? Like, yeah. There's nothing that wants me that drives me to go back there because they haven't done anything since like Swarm. I don't think. No, I think there's been a, there's a bit of like um or like they've just done the mazes and like the they just yeah they've just Brown done ghost the... train that's it yeah. Yeah, they've just done the um, Black Mirror maze, haven't they? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's it. Okay. Which everyone was raving about, but, I mean, it still looks like a bit of, you know, an average maze. It's just, 
they just seem to be like I don't know what it is like because they're putting all this effort into Owen Towers right which I've never been but it does look really good but I just don't get why they're leaving Thorpe just for rot yeah it, it is strange I've actually not been to Thorpe Park since they opened Swarm mm. it's been a long time that's like 2000 and 15, 14, maybe earlier. Yeah, yeah. So yes. I, I am due to go back, but mm. um, I don't know when that will be. I should have probably used this year as, as a chance to do that, mm. given that Orlando is looking increasingly unlikely. Um, but still I got mean, time. There is still time. And, you know, if I'm going, uh, Dan, you're coming with me. <laughs> I gotta... Sorry, carry on. I was just going to say, i got to suffer along with him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, my problem with Thorpe is like if it's a quiet day, you can get the whole part done in a couple of hours, mm. and that just doesn't that just doesn't sit right with me. No, I I completely agree actually because I remember the last time I went was um for my wife's birthday before Swarm opened, and mm. it was just a day during the week we decided to go, and we were done by before lunch. Yeah, and as, and as you said, like. Yeah, the, the the admission fee isn't isn't that high, but mm. a theme park should keep you busy for at least a day, yeah. um, if not several. Exactly. So yeah, no, I, I can definitely I can definitely see where you're coming from. That I mean, mm. I know you listen to the show, and I know that you know that our opinions of the UK theme parks are not mm. that great. Um, and I still, they're just, I, it's not helping themselves, are they? But, no, you know. they really don't. They they don't, and I don't. I mean, I think there's a lot. There's a lot of people in the community that give them um, praise, and mm. we are not those people. <laughs> <laughs> so I think for me, I'm really. I've still got my fingers crossed that the London Resort opens, mm. if only to give um, the kind of the, the Merlin Group a bit of a kick up the backside. I think they're quite lazy because they because they know they can get away with it, like. Yeah, outside of Merlin, count. it's only Poulton's Park, and they've massively up their game recently. Yeah, it's not that I've been there, but it's the closest park to me, but which I do need to go to. But that new area they got, coming with the springs. Oh yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, it, it looks really good. It like, does. The theming looks theming looks quite good. Yeah, what was what was really annoying is that um, we were going to go to the. The launch date we got invited um mm. for, for press and then covid hit so we didn't go mm. and then they just quietly kind of opened it this year um but yeah it does look good i, I do want to go and go and see it and i'm sure at some point i'll be forced to go to pepper pig world as well yeah i was just gonna it's just gonna say like for them to get that as an ip is a is massive i think yeah, definitely, definitely, because I think that that's what that's something that the UK parks really lack is mm. is theming and IP. Mm. And you know, we were in CBeebies Land a couple of weeks ago, and mm. that was the best example of theming in the whole of Alton Towers. Mm. So, you know, it, it's got some Alton Towers has got some incredible coasters, mm. but they just kind of sit there without yeah. an awful lot of theming, or you'll have something like thirteen which is really well themed, but it sits in a land that has nothing to do with that theme. Mm. So it's things like that, that the UK just gets very wrong. It's kind of like half, isn't it? It's 
It's like, oh, we'll put a theme ride there, then, but don't. It's just, it's just like half attempt in it. Yeah, yeah. it's it, very half hearted, isn't it? Yeah, that's um, the word. Yeah. It's just sort it, of like, if you're going to do it, do it. If you're not, then don't do it. Because mm. you're sending like mixed messages. Yeah. It feels very much like the. The, the kind of attractions and areas that are aimed at kids are very well themed mm. and very well put together. And, you know, you've got the likes of Portons Park and Legoland and the, the Legoland areas within yeah. Horton Towers and stuff, very well themed. And yet when you start getting to that older bracket, that's where they drop away. Whereas you get Universal and even Disney mm. are right attractions that are aimed at older audiences still are well themed and well thought out and not just plonked into the park. Yeah, definitely. And I definitely say, Harry, um, although I was very critical of, of Alton Towers, mm. um, if you do get a chance to take your to take your son, um CBB's mm. Land is, is fantastic. And um there's a few obviously characters that I'm sure he and un- unfortunately you will probably recognise as well <laughs> if uh, CBB's is, is on as regularly as in, in, in my house. Oh god, yeah. It's just like for me, like I don't know why anyone's not acquired Paw Patrol yet. Mm. Think of all the stuff you could do with that. Like, obviously, it's not ideal for us, but for kids, it's like a huge program, isn't it? Yeah, and, and actually, yeah. that was the only thing with CBeebies is that it was clearly built a few years ago. So mm. you've got the shows that are super popular now, like Hey Dougie, mm-hmm. that there's no ride or anything. to that has anything to do with Hey Dougie. I think he makes an appearance in a show that rotates. So you have like, I think it's Teletubbies does one slot, then Hey Dougie, and then I can't remember, but it was another show. Mm. And that's the only time you'll get to have see anything to do with Hey Dougie. Whereas like, I know like my nephew who is two coming on to three and um, Piper, my daughter, that's literally the best show. Like they are glued to Hey Dougie whenever it's on. So there's, is is that not being able to to stay up to date with trends? I think that you know kids show do do change relatively quickly. I think there are some that stand the test of time. Mm. Like Paw Patrol has been around for years. Yeah. Teletubbies has, has been around for years and is somehow still going. Um, and they're all safe now because they've all been double vaxxed That's good, isn't it? Did you see that? <laughs> I did see that. I saw the the pictures. Were they all holding their like vaccine cards or something? Yeah. It doesn't make any sense because it said they were all born in like 2003, but Teletubbies was out before that. So are these, mm. who are these Teletubbies? <laughs> what happened to the OG ones? I know. All fraud, anyway. aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> fraud Tubbies. But yeah, so de- definitely if you do get the chance. Um, I, I've also had several people message me since the Orton Towers episode and say, look, you need to go back to Legoland because they've really upped that game yeah. in the last few years. But I follow follow a few people that quite like in the theme park community and they go like quite a bit and they're always always bigging up Legoland. And we were gonna go there. It was a time when we all went we went to Chesington. It was like with Legoland or Chesington. And the only reason we didn't go to Legoland is they charge for under under freeze. Oh do they? I know right. yeah, they do. I know that sounds really poor and like uh, but like you know if you've got like a two-year-old who could depending on his mood or their mood they might want might might not want to queue yeah and it just seems like 
it seemed like a bit of a waste of money if he was in that mood where he wasn't yeah. fancying anything. And I mean, I know as well as you do, Harry, that that is very dependent on the on the day and sometimes hour. Mm. So uh, yeah. yeah, I think it sounds like a good call, and it's quite shocking actually. I didn't realise that because yeah. I, I get it. Legoland is aimed at, at young younger kids, but also, I mean, the adults have got to pay to get in, and every other theme park lets under threes in. Mm. So that's a, that's a bit of a bit. That's an interesting one, but yeah. Um, I thought you were going to say Chessington because it has animals because my, my kid is just, she'll sit and stare at any animal for mm. hours. Yeah, like you, you did enjoy Chessington, I think. He did a couple of rides, one like the the B-Tech Dumbo ride. Yeah. And um, he enjoyed that, but it was horrifically busy. Yeah, it does, that has been the problem. And it's uh, the same problem in Alton Towers is mm. it, because everyone is stuck in the UK. These parks are busy, even with limited ticket sales happening, mm. because of the social distancing and everything that's going on. Mm. Um, so going back to Disney theme parks, um, if, if you could change anything about them, or, or a certain park, um, what would it be? Um, it's a hard one. Um, I change. Um, get rid of Chappets. Start off with. Um, because I know he's not like a park or anything, but you know he's he's. I think he's like not destroying the company, but he's what he's done. Since he's been in charge. Has been a bit like a bit cut, cut costing and getting rid of all the staff. That didn't sit well with me. No, it, I mean, so he was obviously in charge of parks before mm. he made it to CEO. And I don't think there was a single, well, there were very few Disney fans, that certainly, unless they were shareholders, that thought mm. it was a good idea to bring in JPEG as, or Chapek, um as CEO. But I think he's there basically to please the shareholders, yeah. which, which I get, I do understand that. But it does mm. feel like the overall quality of the theme parks has dropped quite significantly. I've since, noticed that. Yeah. Like to judging by pictures, I can't remember. I don't know if you tweeted it or someone else did, but there was a picture of like, like a trash can or a rubbish bin that was overflowed. Mm. I was just thinking, I've never seen that. No, like they've always been emptied and no rubbish on the floor, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And it just seems like they have gone downhill since COVID. Yeah. De- definitely, and I, and I have to say, the last couple of times I've been, the cast members, although still most of them have been fantastic, mm. I'd actually give more credit to the Universal team members mm. over the last couple of years. I think Universal's really up their game. Yeah, I was about Disney, to say that. Yeah, Disney has fallen to the wayside mm. a little bit, and I think as soon as Nintendo opens in in Orlando, Disney is in is in big trouble. I think they're going to mm. lose more market share than they've already lost to Universal. Yeah, I agree. Like, just how Universal have conducted themselves, like, over like the past couple of years, and then with the whole COVID thing, I think they've dealt dealt with it really well. It's it's little things like when Velocicoaster opened, giving everyone mm. that day a churro. Yeah, like that would never happen at Disney. Never, never happen. Never. It, what they do is have a limited edition churro that costs five dollars more. <laughs> 
and you know and and that for me is the difference between the two um park strategies at the moment yeah universal seems to be guest first mm. disney seems to be dollar first yeah it's 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 a massive shame like the way it's gone and like it's just probably one person that you can really you can point the finger at really in it but in terms of parks i don't know it's hard one like i wouldn't change it but tomorrowland needs a massive change i know they're bringing tron in but like we should see that uh, by the end of 2050 hopefully mm. So it keeps getting stopped on it and delayed and all that all that stuff. But like the speedway, like do we need that? Because that is a huge, huge amount of space there. It's fast, isn't it? Yeah, like and it smells. And it's like even if they were gonna keep it, they could just like get like a car sponsorship in, like Tesla. Yeah. Because everyone yeah. wants one, don't they? And if you can't afford one, theme it to a Tesla car. Yeah, I mean, you wouldn't think it would be that difficult to do with it. Because, no. I mean, these days, it, like every car manufacturer is making electric cars. So mm. even if you couldn't get a big gun like tes- Tesla, you mm. could go to any other company. You could do what Testrack did and, and choose that car brand that everyone wants to drive. Chevrolet. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> who, was it, who was it before Chevrolet? General Motors. Oh, okay. I'm not sure if that's much better, is it? I feel, yeah, I feel like Disney is just like trying to reach out to every car brand, and Ferrari didn't want it. We didn't want in. Mm-hmm. All the all, all the sexy car brands were out, so they had to go with uh, with the Chevy. Yen. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Now Chevy. Yeah. Yeah. That's um. That's another thing. I. It's not like I don't like the new Tesla. Right? I just thought the old one was a lot better. Yeah, that I, might I, be yeah. a nostalgia thing, though. But no, I, I I do like the new one, but yeah, I kind of think that the old one was it was better. It it felt it always felt a bit weird sitting in Future World mm. because it was it wasn't that it wasn't really futuristic. It was basically no. you're a crash test dummy, away you go. But mm. I do think it was the theme was much better than it is now because now it just feels like a weird mix of futuristic random stuff and Tron, which it isn't. No, it's, it just seems to be a lot like, there seems to be too much going on, like, and it's all weird with the queue because, you know, you can like stop and design your car. Yeah. And that like, I know they're probably doing it to save time and that, but like, it just seems to, so many people in that one room. And there is, there's so much confusion. Um, if you're new to the, if you're new to the park, Mm. Um, there's so much confusion as to what to do with designing the car so yeah. I, every single time I've been on it I see people go to the wrong screen for one mm. not scan their magic band or park ticket for two mm. and if they have done that when they're boarding the car they're hitting every single point on, on the car as they're going in not mm. on purpose but because it's not clear so that they're only, the only design on that um, ride through is, is theirs and then it just makes the whole thing totally pointless. Mm. And yeah, I've, been so, that. I've been so annoyed because it's happened to me on my right before. Mm. And I'm like, well, I've just queued for an hour for this. And now the the point that, of this change that you've spent years putting into play is now utterly pointless. Mm. Well, they spent time doing that refurb, didn't they? And it just 
Yeah. I just don't think it's really worked. But... And more importantly, I spent about three minutes designing my car and, and was completely pointless. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I mean, when I did it, I didn't even see the car anywhere. I didn't know where to look. So then didn't you get points, I think? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I just, just didn't know what was going on. I was just quite confused the whole time. The first time I did it, I, the um, the American in front of me laughed because my car was so badly designed. But it, it, I mean, that's on you, Ryan. It got 100% <laughs> on, on the green rating, which I thought was was the point. That's the future, right? <laughs> that, this was going back like eight, nine years ago, I, I think. So You were ahead of the curve. Cars, before electric cars were really a thing. I mean, yeah. for all I know, that, that person laughing was Elon Musk. And, and now look at him. <laughs> you you suggesting you stole your idea, Ryan? Is that, is that what it is? I I may be suggesting that. Yeah, yeah. Without without any evidence whatsoever. <laughs> mm. Um. So I think we've talked a little bit about the the UK parks. I think there yeah. was a, we did have a question on that, but I think mm-hmm. we've talked about that um quite a bit. Um. Mm. So talking about theme park restaurants. What yeah. one uh, would you say is is your favorite? And I guess let's extend it out. It could be it could be restaurant or quick service location, mm-hmm. um, or, or or kind of a snack stand or anything like that. Um, what do you have any memories of a, of, a, of a favorite or some something yeah. that you're really keen to go back to when when you make it back over to Disney World? Um, Ohana maybe if it's still called that. It might have changed. I don't. Yeah, it know. is. Oh, it is. Yeah, I used to go like character breakfast there quite regularly every time we were over. It was always quite good. Well, I thought it was good because I was younger, so the food could have been awful. I wouldn't have really noticed. But no, I think the food is. I think they've made some menu changes that people are a bit mm. unhappy about. But mm. I think the food is is still meant to be pretty good. And you know what? Actually, one of the few restaurants that I've not like, like the few big restaurants in Disney World that I've not eaten at. Yeah. Have you been, Dan? Uh, I've not been. I thought I could have sworn you'd been before. No, no. I, I mean, especially seen. as I, I'm sure you used to be able to meet, um, and maybe you still can, uh, Lilo and Stitch. Yeah, I think you can. That's why I met sense. them anyway. That was their, their, the character breakfasts. Just them two and, you know, the the other four, the main, the main ones. Yeah. Yeah, it was quite good. And they used to like, do like a little parade around the restaurant kind of yep. thing. Yeah, with like, with like little maracas. It's quite cool. This is the thing, like I can, um, our listeners can't see, but like we're all getting quite, like we, you all, you, those memories is really kind of, they, they really do um, bring back like such positive vibes, don't they? And I think mm. that's the, the feeling that I'm really looking forward to seeing Piper, Piper's face as I'm sure my parents it was the whole reason that they took me and saved every two years to take to take me was and my sister as well was to for those moments and yeah. the fact that we all can sit here and still remember them I think and I've never suggested this to my parents I think my parents would actually get quite a bit a lot of joy from listening to just how many memories have been retained over the last mm. 30 years yeah, no, I get that. Like, I mean, when I was younger, I used to be quite scared to go on things. Mm, yes, it, was, yeah. it took yeah. me ages to go on Splash Mountain. Yep. And the amount of like persuade that my parents had to do, they'd be like, "Oh, 
on there. We asked him if he can go on the boat that doesn't go down the big drop. And then, like, <laughs> you get to um, the bit at the end with the crows. Yeah. And I looked at my mum, like, why is it all dark? Why, where are we going? And then we went up, and I was like, I'm going to sit. And I think it was like, I think it took me till I was like 14 to go on Tab Terror. To be fair, um, I, mine was two years later than that. Uh, so you were ahead of me. And I think Dan may have been even later than that. I first went on it when we went to Paris in 2015. Yeah, was it, was it 2015? We dragged which, you on. Which would make me 23. Yeah, I think. So, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that, I mean, Terror of Terror was one that none of my family had been on. We, we never, none of us had the guts to do it. So my dad is absolutely terrified of heights. Um, mm. I mean, I've got a bit of a fear of heights, but it, it, it hits even worse for him. And I think that was the main reason that none of us have been on it, because mm. I think a lot, of, a lot of our fears as adults actually do get passed down from, from our parents, whether they wanted to or not. Um, but we forced him on, we forced him to go on it. And now it's literally like Hollywood studios. It's almost just like first attraction that he goes to, mm. um, which is, yeah, which is incredible. And the same with coasters for me, first roller coaster that I went on that went upside down. So I'm, I'm kind of excluding Thunder Mountain and, you know, the basics and things, mm. um, was when I was 18 because I was too scared to go on them. Um, and then my girlfriend and now wife. Um, forced me to go on Kraken at SeaWorld and now I absolutely love coasters. Mm. Yeah, I always remember going on my first one and I've just never really liked it back now. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not very good with like, so if I went to Horror Nights, I'd be absolutely useless. There'd be no point in me going. I'm not very good at people jumping out at me. So, never done Horror Nights. See, I, I, I thought I would be exactly the same. Um, and I, you know, when you actually get inside the houses, you are to a degree. Um, mm, but definitely. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I don't. I'm not a big horror fan. I'm not a big horror film fan or anything like that. Um, and I, yeah, when I, when I went, whenever it was in 2018. Um, yeah, I think it must have. Been, yeah, must have been, it was yeah. brilliant. It does look like incredible, though. Like how much effort goes into it. Mm. Oh, it's, it really is again like putting Disney to shame at their their Halloween events yeah. and everything. But it's I'd arguably say that actually Horror Nights last year was one of the biggest things that I, I guess I regret not being able to do. Um, I, I mean, I love obviously going to Disney World and mm. pre-pandemic I was fortunate enough to be going to Orlando one, once a year. But I mean, Horror Nights I really did miss last year and could be missing again this year which would be a shame because it's, it's obviously the 30th that they delayed from from last year but exactly the same as, as Dan I'm absolutely terrified of I don't really like horror films I'll watch them and I will enjoy them but I don't really like them at the time mm. um but it's weird because you go into a house certainly this is how I feel going to a house terrified but you come out afterwards feeling like somehow you've just escaped being brutally murdered even though obviously you haven't, but like it's such a weird high. Yeah, well, imagine the adrenaline must be like insane compared like yeah. like a different type of adrenaline if you came off like from the Tower of Terror or something. 
Yeah. Oh, definitely, definitely, definitely. But there, there were a couple of houses last time I went that I really enjoyed. So the mm. the Killer Clowns house, mm. it had jump scares in it, but it was mostly just a lot of fun. Yeah. Whereas, like the um, Us house was more akin to the movie, which is you know people someone jumping out with like masks or someone jumping out yeah. with a, a big pair of scissors. Now, obviously, they're fake, but you still, you know, there's there's a bit of pee going through as you're going around, mm. um, for sure. It's a good film, that. It, it, yeah, and they did, and I liked, I mean, I personally thought the house was really, really well done. Mm. Um, we'd watched the film actually a few weeks before to, in, in prep for it. Mm. So they, that's what they, for me, that's what they do really well. And, and I know a lot of people think the Stranger Houses, Stranger Things houses weren't great, but for mm. for me as a fan of the show and i think dan obviously saw you saw the first stranger things house the first year they did it yeah yeah we, we you know i think we, we thought it was really really good and actually that was the reason that we eventually plucked up the courage to go yeah i don't i, I don't think we would have done it had that not been there to be fair no because mm. i had been asked to go by um one of dan and i's other close friends when we, i was out there at the same time as him and his uh, girlfriend a couple of years ago and we and we said no. Uh, now my wife said we should do it, and I said no because I was too scared. But she was right so, again. <laughs> and uh, and I roller coaster all over again. And I should have done it. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm looking forward, really looking forward to doing mm-hmm. horror nights again. But definitely, I will always stop at most tavern first to <laughs> have a couple of beers beforehand to mm. uh, steady the nerves. Yeah, I think that's like, like like you it's like one of the biggest things I regret doing not doing when I went because mm. I was in I was in Universal on a day that um, Horror Nights was on so like you could see like all like the smoke coming from like do you know it gets, it gets really foggy and dark yeah. isn't it yeah yeah I saw that and I was like oh should we go and I mean then, then I bottled it but it is it yeah. is difficult because it is and I've, I did it for years and years like years where I could have gone to Horror Nights and didn't because I was too scared. But definitely, yeah. if you do get the chance to, mm. what the best thing you can do is probably just go buy an express pass yeah. and just rather than let it build up when you're in a queue for 40 minutes, you just hit mm. the express and it's, it, you know, you're in. And I think for me, once I got the first, I'd say it was the first two houses out of the way. After the first house, I think. Dan and I wanted to go home, <laughs> but we we did oh, all the way to... all the way back to England. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we did. Hit, I think what was in 2018 the scariest house first, mm. which we didn't know. Oh, okay. Um, but after that, actually, I think after the second house, that we were on the, like a high for the rest of the night. I think and mm. wanting to do the houses that we'd already done again. Yeah, I think. It, it does feel like sometimes you got to, you have to take the plunge and see what it's like, I suppose, in terms of, because I, I really didn't know what to expect. But once you sort of, as Ryan says, you sort of do one, you sort of do two, you kind of begin to know how they work and, mm. and know what to expect and that sort of stuff. And then it's not too bad. They're probably I quite mean, similar, aren't they? In the sense. Yeah. Yeah. Different themes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's definitely like really like, good ones and more tame ones mm-hmm. 
and there's some really like some horrific ones. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, to it, knowing that there's sort of that balance, that that sort of mix is quite nice. Because if they were just all like that, I always remember that one in when we went in 2018. That was like a animal testing facility that was pitch black, pitch black strobe lights. Yeah. Mm. Awful, and we were we were the, right at the front because we we I mean we didn't really understand when and when not to use Express. So mm. now I, what I would have done is got in that queue in the non-Express line and then expressed it later on. But we went Express and they let the Express in first, so we were literally front first into the house. Mm. Obviously, the scarers are ready to go, like first scare of the night, and we got lost. I think a couple of times in that. Yeah, um, it was it was hard to find back. the way, but. Yeah, it's yeah. pitch black, and then a strobe light comes on. And you see something move in the corner, and then it's pitch black, and then it then it gets closer, and then they're right in your face. And oh god, no! <laughs> was intense. But the but the but the thing is with that, you know, knowing how I didn't enjoy that, I would still go back a following year and and, and do the event um, just because it, it it was enjoyable. It's a different kind of, as you said before, it's like a different kind of adrenaline. Mm. that you get from it compared to a compared to a ride that that house in the i've only done horror nights for, for two years to be fair um but that house in in the two years was the worst oh, was it? I, i'd still for scares yeah there was another one the year after but i enjoyed that one more but obviously it was the very first horror house that i'd done in my life so i think i didn't know what to expect and just happened to be thrown in at the deep end but yeah, once you've done that, I think I think especially with the franchise houses, like um, if you've seen the films, you can just see the attention to detail that the yeah. Universal team have put into everything. I think I like watched a um, like a Shining one. Yeah, and that was really good. Yeah, and like, that was the I think that was the before. Ones. I think it was mm. twenty seventeen. I think. Yeah, and like the Stranger Things ones, I thought were really good. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I massively regret not doing it, but it's annoying, isn't it? Because you never know, like, when you're going to go back or if you are that kind of thing. Well, I mean, yeah, with with COVID, the way it is at the minute, mm. it's just, I mean, there's just no way of knowing, is there? That's the problem. No. I think well, I want to plan, but it's just not much point, is there? At the same time. No, I mean it's looking likely that my my August trip is being is going to be cancelled. Oh God. Um, I think Dan our trip is still potentially on um but it's it's very much up in the air yeah who who it's yeah if i had if i had to place a bet i'd say it probably won't happen yeah um i'm hopeful it will because i really want to go to horror nights now that we we spoke about it (laughs) you really want to go to florida (laughs) yeah Yeah, (laughs) i just want want to see a country that's not england would be would be great What's like the um, like the thing you like love most about going to the parks? Like, is there like a particular thing, or is it just say like just going into Magic Kingdom and you're just there, like with the atmosphere and the smells from like Main Street and yeah, the cast members, etc. Or is it just the rides? Yeah, I think that's a really really good question. I think for, for me, I used to think it was as you said really at the start nostalgia mm. and mm. everything kind of basically flooding the memories again but actually since covid and not being back for a couple of years 
I found since work since working full time, you know, back mm. when I was 16, that one of the only places that I mentally completely shut down is when I'm in Orlando. Mm. And it, again, I think nostalgia probably plays a part there because as a kid, you don't worry about normal life things that we worry about as as, as grown ups. Yeah. Um, but for me, I think as soon as I'm in Epcot, as an example, mm. I've got Starbucks in my hand. I can sit outside and I can hear the interventions loop. I would be happy to sit there all day and do nothing <laughs> other than drink Starbucks and listen to that. And I am mm. I am happy. The little things, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Mm. I don't know about you, Dan. No, I, I mean, I yeah, I'm very similar. Actually, it's it's hard to say one particular thing. It's 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 a degree of nostalgia. It's a degree of relaxation. The attractions, obviously, themselves have a degree of nostalgia, but also you know excitement of riding the attractions, even if it's a new attraction. Because mm. you know you come out of you come out of Orlando International. And you get hit by the mm. by the the humidity, mm. and you just know you're on holiday, mm. and you know you can just relax from that point. Even though a Disney Universal holiday is not a relaxing holiday, oh, you, you come back more <laughs> tired than before you left. But yeah. it's a good tide, isn't it? Absolutely. And so it's you know when you go to Magic Kingdom, you go on the boat, you see the castle. You go through, you're walking up Main Street, the atmosphere of the people there, the smells, the sounds, all those kind of combined things make the experience, don't they, really? Um, I so think, it's very difficult to pinpoint it. I think in, in Magic Kingdom, I mean, you do see humanity at its worst as well, but I do think you, you also see, like, arguably humanity at, at some of its... I think everyone is just happy to be there. Mm. Um, and I, I do think despite the costs once you're in the park you do forget about that and and that's why Disney is continuing to increase the costs because as soon as you're in you go ah it's still good isn't it you say everyone's happy to be there apart from the guy wearing the most expensive day ever t-shirt <laughs> yeah can that, they just, guy, that guy can they just stop selling those <laughs> um, or, or the guy that's got like five kids and he's just figured out how much it costs to feed five kids at Casey's Corner <laughs> You just see like the um the shock horror look on his face, can't you? As he goes, his hands over his, his money. Yeah, that's that's uh hundred and thirty dollars, please, sir. What for oh, five hot dogs? No. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, we're going now. <laughs> yeah, that's it. It's Sizzler for dinner. Make you got to make this hot dog last for the rest of the day. <laughs> yeah, rest of the rest of the trip. <laughs> that's the thing with like the food though. There, it's like. Like, yeah, it is expensive, like it is in every theme park, but again, it's not just the food, is it? It's everything else, like, with certain places, it's like the theming. There's even, like, the effort that goes into, like, the quick service places. Yeah. Like like Cosmic Race, yeah. for example. Like, I know it's not a favourite of many people's, but it's still good. Still does a I job. Mean- John, who's been on the show a few times, insults us every single time mm. for um, praising Cosmic Race. It is good. It does a job. There. It's got everything. It's got yeah, It's got various different items depending on your mood, doesn't it? And it's right, bang in the middle. Yeah. Chill around, isn't it? 
Yeah, it, it's great because it's got a range of food. It's mm. got a massive animatronic in Sunny Eclipse that can keep the kids happy. Mm. And you can just sit, well, and me, to be fair. I'm, I'm, yeah, I like him. I'm happy at the front. Just uh, Don just leaves me for a couple of hours. So, yeah, no, definitely. Um, well, that's every question I've got. I don't know, um, Harry, if you've got any more for us. No, no, I don't know. It's been a great chat. It's always good chatting theme parks. It as, is, it yeah, is. especially Disney World. I think it does. Mm-hmm. I think we, all, I think we're all in agreement that, as, despite Disney putting the prices up, as soon as we can get back, we will go. All go back. Hundred percent. Yeah. So um, before you go, Harry, I know you mm-hmm. um, you kind of do, do your own podcasts and things. So yeah. Do you want to share where people can uh, find those and where they can find you on Twitter, etc.? Yeah. So my podcast is a music-based podcast where we interview and promote upcoming artists and bands so like because it is a hard industry to break into so we feel you know we give someone like a like a blog or review and that kind of thing and you can find us on like twitter facebook instagram and we're also on youtube and spotify apple podcast everywhere and it's just just a nice little thing to do really it weeks because, like I said, it is a hard industry to break into, mm. and the support isn't that great from it, especially um, with COVID. I feel like the the government haven't been very supportive in the terms of the arts industry. I think it's been left awful, yeah, to die straight through with all these venues closing. So it needs. We just think where well, every little helps really to get bands out there or artists out there that need their music heard yeah yeah exactly definitely and what was the podcast called again uh, it's called the talk tonight podcast brilliant well everyone go and give that a listen um and i i completely it's a great idea for a show um mm. and, and i think as you said an industry that has has really suffered through through covid so definitely good to to, to highlight and, and try and promote new artists as well mm. Yeah, I agree. Brilliant. Well, thanks very much for your time, Harry. No problem. And, um, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. No worries. And uh, I'm sure we'll uh, catch up again soon. Yeah, appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Ah, there you are. And just in time. There's a little matter I forgot to mention. Beware of hitchhiking ghosts. They have selected you to fill our quota. And they'll haunt you until you return. Ha, 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 ha